There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. The Opinion Line on Quartz 96 FM. So tomorrow... Uh, a number of relatives and friends of the elderly residents at Beaumont Residential Care are going to Dublin to protest outside the Doyle. They're pleading with the Taoiseach uh, and the government to intervene in the dispute between the nursing home and the NTPF, the National Treatment Purchase Fund, which funds the... the um, Oh God, the fair, fair, fair deal scheme. Sorry, I went ahead for a second. Under the fair deal scheme, Beaumont Residential Care says it's not getting enough money at the moment from the NTPF to keep the level of care for the 50-something residents in the home. And the families were told in May that they may have to stop dealing, working with the fair deal scheme. One figure that has emerged is that uh, Fair Deal nursing home residents get assistance of €738 Euro a week less than HSE nursing home residents. This has been going on now since, since early May. A couple of weeks ago, the residents protested outside the offices of Michal Martin, uh, Simon Coveney and Michael McGrath here in Cork. And as I told you, they're going to Dublin tomorrow to continue their protests there. Rosie is one of the family members who was protesting outside, I think I think she was outside uh, Simon Coveney's office. Has, has anything happened Rosie since those meetings a couple of weeks ago? Morning. Good morning PJ. Well there have been no uh, real developments um, they Care Choice and Stuart Murphy, the CEO, has was been in contact with the ministers and the NTPS regarding the figures and details of that. Um, I I don't have right now. Okay. We're early in the week so far. I know there's going to be a meeting. Myself, uh, myself, and the family members are going to meet to kind of see where we can go from here, and we're going to keep protesting as long as we need to. Yeah, Simon um, Coveney came out of his office and spoke to some of the people. John included there last yeah. week, and. Listening to John, he said that Minister Coveney seemed to be trying to push it back onto the National Treatment Purchase Fund and, and Care Choice to sort it out between them. Now, I was saying on the programme, the National Treatment Purchase Fund is a state service. So yes, yes. One, one would imagine a, a politician would do more than just push it back. What would you think? Yeah, well, I suppose... It, it's it's um because the NTPS is uh, yeah the natural national treatment purchase fund is 
a kind of faceless entity, it's quite convenient trying to push um, the responsibility to them because there's no one who can kind of um, can defend or can um, assert what what the story is there. But really, it is up to government. They are the ones who um, implemented this uh, organisation and are ultimately responsible for for it all. This is actually a big issue, and it's convenient for government to. Um, maybe just pigeonhole it to being an issue with care choice and um, and the NTPS would have to deal with that. But really, this is about um, government um, provision for our elderly and for nursing homes yeah. over the course of years, you know? So it's, it's a big thing, and I suppose they'd like it to kind of stay small, but really, this is a big issue, do you know? Yeah. You're involved in this because your mom is a resident. How is she? Is she aware of everything that's going on here? Um, my mum is partial, somewhat aware of what's going on. Um, my mum's quite a young woman. Um, she's turning seventy this year, so she's she's one of the younger um, one of the younger residents at the home, though not the youngest. Um, and she's aware somewhat. And the real thing, I suppose, she thankfully, like myself and other other family members, we we're, we're limiting like the the details, I suppose, of. Um, facts and figures and bits and pieces that we share with our family members so they're not distressed and thankfully um, that's, you know, that we're keeping them, we're protecting them in that sense. But um, I do think that this whole situation and she is somewhat aware, like I said, is unsettling. Um, she's only been in the home since January and she was just really getting settled and then there's this kind of like aware, like this somewhat bit of awareness around yeah. that there's something going on or something's happening. Is is unsettling, honestly. Yeah, it, it's taken her a few months to settle in. Is she comfortable there? She is comfortable, and she's just yeah, she she's comfortable, and she like she likes her space, and the um, the staff are brilliant, and there's lots of activities that she's getting involved in, and she comes like she lives quite like Beaumont is quite close to the city, so she gets out regularly and um, sees her sisters and sees myself and everything. Yeah, and if. If it was the thing that her place was to be lost because of this, where might she go? That's a good question. I mean, there aren't beds like for all the all the um, the fifty three um, fair deal residents at Beaumont. There aren't beds in the locality for those residents, you know. Yes. Um, so I don't know to answer you where that, she would go. Does yeah. that worry the family? Yeah, it's very worrying, and I mean, also like the the. the the closeness she is, let's say, in Beaumont is very, you know, easily accessible. Yes. It means that both her sisters, who are, are older than her, are able to travel out to her with public transport and to visit and things. But, like, if she's moved somewhere else, like, it'll mean that she'll be a lot more isolated as well in terms of who can who can visit, you know? Did you get a call from, from Micheál Martin after last week's uh, demonstrations? I, I've... Received a call from Michal Martin, but it was actually previous to any um, kind of press things that, um, or well, post maybe after the first um, demonstration at his office, yes. but um, before I'd done any press um, things. So I was quite surprised, and I could have caught me off guard um, by receiving a call from Tornister. Um, he called you himself, did he? Yeah, I actually missed the call, and I rang up, and I was like, oh, I got a missed call from this number. Who's this? <laughs> mm. So um, yeah, but um, it was it was great to get a call from from him. But there was no kind of uh, meaningful um, st 
steps that could be taken. Same as Simon Coveney, the, the, the kind of, I suppose, the party line, it was really just that it's kind of care choice, and he was saying he was disappointed with the way they've kind of gone about things. But that's convenient to say that when really it is, like I said before, a national issue. Yeah. And like I said, like there is actually, as of 2021, 80% of fair deal patients were in private nursing homes. Yes. So that's a huge percentage. So they really do need to be Indeed. provided for, considering that. The specific minister involved is Mary Butler, and I don't think the families have too much faith in her at all. Yeah, I suppose we've received a few emails, um, a few, like selected, a select number of family members have received emails from Mary Butler's um, office and, and, uh, and I suppose Mary Butler herself that um, it's just given kind of vague promises and are saying it's out of her hands that it's the NTPS' responsibility. So we just think that we have to try and go above her and talk to the, to- um, mm. to the T-shirt himself. Yeah. At the end of the day, you are worried about your mum. She's exactly. your first and last priority here. Yeah. And yeah. And uh, we're all very worried. Like, I mean, my mother's a young woman and, you know, in terms of um, the, the people that in the care home, but there's people in there, like John's father in 99, who've been there years, are very comfortable. Um, it's their home, you know, and people um, and our fam- family members are very worried. Like I said, there's a lot of sleepless nights about yeah. where where are they going to go? What's going to happen if this doesn't get sorted? And like it has to really, we're going to we're going to keep at it anyway until we can get some sort of satisfaction mm. about the situation. OK, Rosie, maybe we will speak again. And then thank you for being with me today. Thanks very much, PJ. All the best. Cheers, cheers, and good luck tomorrow at Leinster House when they head up there to take their protest to the next level. Corks 96 FM.